going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, a podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we are back for another week of Disney talk. Brett, I'm really looking forward to this one. We decided to open it up to the fans, try to get some questions and topics from them this week, and they came they came through. So we're looking forward to talking about a wide variety of different topics and just kind of giving some opinions on them. Awesome. Love when uh, we get some fan interaction. Love when we get some fan questions. Um, I think you have most of the questions on your end. Um, so we'll yep. have you be our facilitator, if that's okay. Yep, we can do that. And then, but before we jump into that, how are you? How you doing? Great. Things are really good on this end. I've been going to a lot of Phillies sports events. Now that the weather is getting nicer, I've been to a couple of Phillies games and a Flyers game, so really enjoying kind of being a native Philadelphian and kind of <laughs> getting to support the team right. there. Um, other than that, things are going pretty well. What about you? Yeah, things are going really well. was just in Philly this past weekend um, for the Philadelphia Fan Expo Comic Con. Um, we are able to link up for a quick dinner, so that was super nice to see you and hang out with everybody yep. that was there. Um, Tell everyone who you kind of saw at that Comic-Con in terms of the Disney-related people. Yeah, so we actually had the the nice privilege of getting some autographs for us. Um, We got Fennec Shand um, from The New Mandalorian, which is Ming-Na Wen, who is also the original voice of Mulan. We met her. That is so cool. Yes, we got a Fennec Shand signed Funko Pop from her. we got uh, Ken Page, who is the voice of Oogie Boogie. Um, we got his signature on like a really cool um, print, not not mm-hmm. a, like a, like an art print. Yeah. Um, and then we got Chris Saradin, who is also the voice of Jack Skellington. And then we got his autograph as well. Very on cool. a, an art print. So those were our three autographs and three chances to like talk to people. Everyone's super super nice there. Um, other than that, Disney wise, only, um, Ashley Erickson or Ekinson, um, the mm-hmm. voice of Ahsoka in the Clone Wars and all the, their, oh, cool. like, um, Disney yeah. stuff. Yep. So the that cartoon, was uh, Star Wars. Yes, exactly. So those are the four Disney people that we saw. Um, everyone was super nice. Um, and it was a great, great experience. Yeah, that sounds super cool. And I'm sure that our Disney audience, you know, also finds that super cool as well. So that's a really cool uh, experience for sure. Yeah, it was super cool. So all in all, great experience. But let's uh, let's jump right into it, shall we? Sure. So as I mentioned this week, we opened it up on Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, it's a Dose of Magic podcast. This is a place where we'll post different topic posts as well as kind of get feedback and give a chance for you to send in a question or a topic just like this so we did receive a quite a few already which is excellent i know i only put it out this morning and we were recording this night but let's start with a few of them so first one brett visiting magic kingdom on a boobash day would you do it or not um I think we've alluded to this before. Um, and it and doesn't specify of... whether you have Boobash tickets, so I'll let you determine how you want to answer that. I think I think I would. I think Boobash is probably the 
chiller of their few holidays that they have between Christmas and New Year's Eve and stuff like that. Um, so I don't think boobash would be terrible. I think I would definitely do it. Um, I think the day is fine. Like whether a boobash is happening at night, the only thing to do is to plan that the park will close probably around like five o'clock, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. But um, usually people who do boobashes don't do Magic Kingdom that day because they're going to be in there for the entire night. So I would I would have no problem doing Magic Kingdom on the day of a boobash. And then I think night wise, um, I love boobash or Mickey's not so scary, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I would absolutely go to Boobash. Um, but yeah, I think Halloween's probably one of their chiller holidays to kind of work with. So I have no problem or no hesitation to go to Boobash both night and day. Yeah. I am going to answer it from a standpoint of having Boobash tickets as well. So knowing that you'll be back there at night, I similar to you was thinking, yes, go right first thing in the morning to Magic Kingdom. And I'm also right. assuming that you have a base ticket so you can't park hop or go to any other park. So my suggestion is if you want to, you know, hit it during the day, hit it in the morning before the crowds get absolutely nuts, you know, get in a few rides right in the morning and then take advantage of the pool, go back, grab some lunch, rest up, let the hecticness and the peak crowds kind of happen in the afternoon and then go back at night with the fam. Everyone's recharged, ready to go. And you get to experience kind of a, an exclusive park visit at these boobash events because there's only a limited amount of tickets sold and granted you know a lot of these events do sell out so although they say shorter lines you still you know you still have a lot of people there who also want to enjoy it with you Uh, right i do think that it's possible to go to magic kingdom on a boobash day i just would agree you know perhaps the morning early day would be the best way to do it yeah and i think you're right i think Take your time to enjoy something other than the parks, maybe, on a day that you're going to be in there at night. So I think the pool is a great time because sometimes we forget that all these hotels have these like amazing amenities. Yeah. Um, so definitely take advantage of that if you know you're going to be in there later, especially for a special event. Like That makes that entry into that park that much more just exciting. Yep. Um, and I think it might be a good time to just take a chill morning and do Disney Springs or something like that. So yeah. love that And if that you know you're going to be there at night, you know, sleep in a little bit or – don't you know feel like you have to rush if you don't feel like right. going su- first thing in the morning and maybe go for the second half of the day and just you know try to power through the rest of the night after arriving right. a little bit later yeah no i think uh i think you nailed that one on the head so cool well let's jump in to another one for you brett and i'm curious yes. what you're going to what advice you're going to give here for this one okay this question says what is the best way to spend a day in each park for somebody who's brand new to Walt Disney World. And I know Which that we've park? talked about variations of this and you know, how do you what do you what tips do you give to first timers is basically right. what this question is, but yeah, the question is, you know, the best way to spend a day. It says in each park, but I'll let you answer if you just want to give more of an umbrella answer. Um, well, I think we've said it before probably countless times on here, but expect to not see everything, expect to leave I'm going to say unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. but expect to like know that you're not going to be able to hit every single thing unless you're there for – I don't know how long this first first time trip is. If it's there for right. two weeks, I would say. But I'm taking this question as if like you had one Yeah, one like day a long weekend. Park. You got a four-day, right. yep, five-day trip. Yep. Um, so I totally expect that you're not going to be fulfilled. Um, 
I would say work in segments. Um, like if you're going to Magic Kingdom, I would say work Tomorrowland to Adventureland and just like work the umbrella that way. Mm. I feel like you like walk into Tomorrowland, check out what they have. If you're like, I like okay, that. I think we should do Monsters Inc., Buzz Lightyear, and Space. I would like prioritize those. And then when you feel satisfied that you've seen all Tomorrowland, work your way to Adventureland or Fantasyland or whatever. Like work in, in segments so you're not jumping back and forth. That way you're not missing anything. Um, I don't that's think we've ever given that tip, but I like it. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, that's a great suggestion. And I think you can do that for – I think Hollywood Studios, that's very simple just because they're kind of by land there. Um, and same thing with uh, Epcot. I mm-hmm. think those kind of speak for themselves that you do them by the quadrant. Like you're obviously going to do like yeah, land everything in Toy Story while you're in right. Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those speak for themselves. I think, I guess Magic Kingdom does, but I don't know. I think a lot of people try to bounce back and forth between so many of the big rides. I think the big rides are way more spread out in Magic Kingdom that everyone like gets the Space Mountain and then sprints to Big Thunder. Yeah. And you just miss so much of that park. Um, so I think really taking it, Section by section is super important um, in all the parks. Yeah, totally. Um, I think those are probably my biggest two. I know that's like the question was very specific for each park, but I think most rules that we give for a single park can be applied to all parks. Yeah, and I think you actually hit that right on the head, that which can be applied to all parks, right? Take your time. It's your first time. Enjoy everything. Soak it in. Take right. lots of photos and videos and really just – enjoy the detail and the environments that Disney is able to kind of create. Right. Right. And as Brett said, you're not going to be able to do everything. So don't expect to, but you know, have go in there with a little plan. Maybe there's some bucket list items that you really want to cross off and that's okay. But then know that you, the things you don't get to see, you'll get to do next time and and kind of have that as an excuse to kind of come back and get excited to come back again. Uh, one right. other thing that I will note is that the fast pass system has changed. So if you haven't been there in a while yeah. or it's really your first time ever, you know, familiarize yourself with the new Genie Plus system because you can no longer res- reserve days in, or weeks or months in advance. You have to wake up, you know, first come, first serve at 7 a.m. on the app and try to get some of your reservations for that day. So just something to keep in mind, even if you don't want to wake up at you know, that early and go to the park right away, at least wake up, make your reservations so that you know what you're doing later in the day. Yeah. Well, I think, I feel like we've taken a whole episode to kind of discuss that whole topic. And I think we literally just nailed it. (laughs) A three minute answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was, those were really good. I really like those. That was a good, I'll give you a spinoff of another one, which is another question here is, okay, they're going it was more like a situational thing. They're going for an adults only trip. So they're not bringing their children this time. Okay. And they have been to Disney a few times, but they went with children and they're not bringing their children this time. What kind of tips or suggestions would you give to maximize the adult only feel or experience? Um, it's a good question. Actually. I think, Mm -hmm. You're taking a lot of directions. One, I would say probably explore the bars for sure. Like Disney's known for their drinking yep. in like Epcot. So definitely take advantage of that if you're into that. Like obviously we're never going to force alcohol, but oh no, no, no. if you're into it, do that. Um, I think 
honestly, this is going to sound so cliche to Disney, but, like, let your inner child run free. I think, like, when people go with families and go with, like, their children, they're so focused on letting them get that experience. But, like, if you want to ride Dumbo, ride Dumbo. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, don't let, like, no kids hesitate to be like, okay, like, we can't ride those rides. Like, yes, you can. Like, ride a small world. Who cares? Um, Yeah, totally. Same with um, meet and greets. You know, if you have a favorite character, yeah. no oh, shame in going to uh, see your favorite character and kind of relishing in that moment of, you know, feeling young again and, and the excitement of just saying hi to a favorite character. Yeah. Or, like, do a character do a character meal. Like, something about, like, eating a meal while characters are, like, walking around sounds such like a birthday party thing. <laughs> but, like, it just makes you feel like you're at Disney. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it is something like that they're, they're known for, so definitely doing that, I would say, is like awesome. Um, again, I feel like we can apply like the same concept to most parks, but I would definitely say like Yeah. Treat it as if like they are there. Like do the same rides that you would do if your kids were there. Like would the whole family go on Space Mountain? Like probably. So like do that anyway. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Yep, and I can't really speak on like going on a trip without kids. I don't have kids, but (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. Yeah, I'll add a few on. I think in this scenario too, kind of piggybacking on the Epcot uh, example, Disney Springs is gonna be your best friend, especially for nighttime, and even more especially for non-park days, right? Because I know a lot of times at night you want to stay in the parks late and kind of maximize that time, and then you're tired and you go home. But if you do have any non-park days as well, Disney Springs is definitely the spot you want to be at night. They have live music every night. They have great bars, great food, super cool cocktails. So that's definitely going to be somewhere where you want to hang out and spend time. Right. And it it just becomes an awesome date night you know, type of location to go. Um, so I think that is going to be an absolute must if you're an adult going without kids. Because kids... Yes, it's like a cool spot and they have the Legoland and other things, but it's really, really targeted for the adults and that's going to be sure. where you're going to want to find yourself each night kind of going back to because you can do something different every single night there for a week. You know, there's so right. many options. Um, and lastly, I would say if you can manage it, get up early and try to get to the parks early because I know with kids sometimes it can be tough, you know, getting everybody dressed and ready and stopping for breakfast and getting food in their stomachs and then all of a sudden you get to the park and it's 11 30 12 with without kids right you can kind of shower get yourself up get ready and be in the line for the bus pretty early and that'll give you a chance to get on all of the rides early that you want to get on and then kind of take your time throughout the day so those are my additional tips but i I would i'm gonna add one thing do it splurge on the tour oh I'm like, so glad you said that. That's such a good one. Like, this is one chance that you could do, like, the six-hour behind the, or Keys to the Kingdom tour. You know, like, you don't have kids to worry about. Dude, um, yes. So I would say probably do a tour. I would – the Safari one's sweet. Like, so I would say that's probably my number one, actually. Like, looking back on it and, like, thinking about this answer, Splurge on a tour. Yes, dude. My coworker had asked me a similar question recently, mm-hmm. and I'm going to literally text her after this because that is such a good suggestion. That it's, yeah. You can learn so many cool things, and a lot of the tours Especially are Especially if you've already been limits. there. 
Yeah, and like if yeah, I think like that question, the prior question, I don't know if your coworker has, but like you said, mm-hmm. like they've already been there. Like they're finally just going out. Um, so the same thing, like you, if you've already been there, you might have already feel some sort of like fulfillment. So like you're not if you do a tour for four or five hours, you don't feel like you're taking away from your experience. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, I would say do a tour. I love that. And there are so many different options and tours and we've actually gone over a few of them in the past but right. you can do anything from you know getting up and close and personal with animals at animal kingdom to learning the secrets of magic kingdom to going behind the scenes at epcot and you know swimming with dolphins and doing some really really cool things so yeah that is an excellent choice dude i'm so glad that you said that. That's a great, <laughs> thank great you tip. thank you that is a veteran tip <laughs> yeah it's um what is next question Next question, please. Yes. So, sticking in the animal kingdom realm of things, here's another one. What are your favorite foods at Animal Kingdom? Um, probably pizza fari. Got him. Let me tell you. Um, no, I'll probably say uh, the Pandora place. That's like a I forget the name of it. Swah- I don't want to say Swahili, but yeah, it's like Sabi. You got it. Is it? It's like pretty close to that. It's um, close. It's the Satuli Canteen. See, I was pretty dang close right Very there. Very close. Um, essentially, it's your like Disney Avatar Chipotle mm-hmm. or like Moe's. You know, it's so good. The bowls yes, are like sir. rice based and like good meat. And that's probably, I would say, probably your top place. Um, but don't get me wrong. Uh, like a good pouch of like roasted like almonds sugar coated mm-hmm. like almonds like they hit like walking from like safari <laughs> to everest like there's a stand right there like grab them head up them bad boys tons of good um, snacks in there they tons actually of have good like snacks. grilled corn on the cob that you can walk oh, around oh. too you can be barbaric with it right so yeah i would say those two and then i forget the name of the other restaurant um that's there but it's a fast it's a fast service there's a couple um are you thinking of maybe harambe market no it's um it's two names it's like tuscan grill or something like that um mm. it's right outside of dino land i completely blanked you on the name right now but that's okay it's another good one it just has like your typical quick service food but yeah and, and- nonetheless an eight count chicken nugget always gonna hit. So. <laughs> always the safe bet. Yes, but they at Animal Kingdom they also have a lot of barbecue and grilled food. Yes. so you can get chicken, you can get ribs. Um, you know, very, really good, heavy sauce type of foods if you're looking for that. Yeah. Um, so I also wrote down here that the Satuli Canteen spot mm-hmm. was one of our favorites. To get that Chipotle style bowl with the chicken and the beef and the rice or the noodles in it, so good. I also have the Margarita Shack right next to it. I forget if yes. that has a specifically different name, but it's literally right next to it. Um, those margaritas are very tasty and very cool, so they're very Instagram worthy, and you know something good to share on the story. The last thing that I kind of recall and and mention and want to mention are the giant mickey shaped cookies that they kind of dip in chocolate halfway oh my god those are at zuri's sweet shop i had to look up where those are exactly located but 
these giant cookies are so good. They just break Ooh. off. They're so soft, oh. and they're dipped in chocolate. And it, Any, like, dessert? Any they... oversized dessert that Dude. Disney offers, eat it because it's eat really it. good. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, yeah. You're dead on with that. Like, walking out of Magic Kingdom and hitting the confectionery, mm. ah, game over. Talk about going night-night. Like <laughs> Food coma incoming. Correct. That is a great one. That and then I think even in Animal Kingdom, they have the giant uh, donuts as well, oversized donuts. So I believe they do. You cannot go wrong with the snack really at Animal Kingdom. They also, I forget what the restaurant is called we're actually we're obviously not very good at this right now <laughs> is they have a character dining option so if you can do it you definitely want to make sure that i think it's called i think it's tusker it. house yes i think you're exactly right nice job yeah. thank that you that is They're also safari, we have, like stuff yep we have a yep. uh we've had the option the opportunity to eat there and have some character dining and that was delicious as well yes. so very highly good. recommend looking into that if you have the time but if not, some of these quick service options are, are just as good. Agreed. think we probably cool. have time for one question, two more questions. Yeah, I can definitely give you one more. Oh, here's a really good one. What would you experience or what would you want to experience again for the very first time at the Walt Disney World? This is a great, great question. That is loaded. Um I have three answers if that helps your answer. Oh, doesn't help mine. Just things um, that come right to mind that like would be like, wow, I would really like to experience that again. I think probably – I feel like your common answer is going to be like, the first fireworks show. And if I just mocked you, <laughs> I did. Um, it's like the first electric light parade. Um, I just probably hit one and two on your list most likely. <laughs> You hit like, only number one. Like riding the monorail for the first time. That's yeah, number two. <laughs> Cross it off. Okay, um, I have no more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I think uh, if I had to experience for the first time again, it would probably be. Oh gosh, I don't even know. There's so many like firsts that are like amazing. Mm-hmm. I would say like another cliche one be like just going through like the like arch when you first enter Walt Disney World. It's like welcome to Walt Disney World. You know what I'm talking about like on the main road? The one that you drive under? Yes. Yes. And then everyone wants to take a photo. Yes. And everyone's out there sunroof. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. As soon as you like go through that, like you – Something happens. Something switches. <laughs> it's like you go like into I'm, an invisible bubble and like something yes. overcomes you like and you're like wow the road signs change colors like yeah things it are becomes just like, like very Truman show like very just something yeah, is like that it does created and and you know it's fake but you buy into it and it's like hey I am all of a sudden somewhere else right but um, it's a good feeling it's not like a, a scary or anxious feeling no no no, like, no. Wow, this is awesome yeah, I also think that probably like Disney Springs for the first time is like really enjoyable, which is super weird because there's like four parks and there's two water parks, but like 
something about having a like a good day at the park and then walking into Disney Springs for just like a super chill night with like you're surrounded by people most likely you're surrounded by people who you enjoy being there with mm-hmm. is like such a rewarding feeling to like end your night. So I would say probably that because like and especially on like a, a chill, slightly breezy like Florida night, like the water's reflective, like. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, there's something about yeah. it, and I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to see a fireworks show again for the first time. I feel like I appreciate it a ton more, but totally, I'm going for like a nostalgia kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and I say this to nearly all of my friends or people that go to Disney. Disney Springs is one of my favorite places on yeah. Earth, 100%. and those who are listening who are local are probably like rolling their eyes because they go there so frequently. <laughs> but when we get to get down there. It is an absolute must for us to go to Disney Springs and for me specifically just because, like you just said, I enjoy the atmosphere so much of walking around, people watching, seeing and hearing all of the live music and the different themes of the restaurants and the bars. There's just so much to do and it's such a cool place that I literally would go to every single night of the vacation if my group allowed it, if I didn't piss (laughs) off people I was with. But... So yes, Disney Springs, great one. Uh, my three, I'll start running through a few of those. And yeah, go for you it. tell me what you think. The first one, and that, I'll just say them. First one is Flight of Passage. Doing Flight of Passage again. Mm. Now that I know the ride, right, I kind of expect the the course and what what what's coming next, and I look forward to it because I know that I enjoy it and I know I enjoy the drops and such. Right. But actually going through the queue of that. The first time getting like decontaminated and every and you could see yourself with like the little thing yes. on the screen and everyone's waving their arms and then you sit on the actual ride and it kind of locks you in behind the legs and you're like oh oh boy oh gosh and then the screen changing in front of you for the first time and feeling like the vibrations of the bike and just I remember being like amazed by the seamlessness of okay I'm in front of this plastic or metal wall in front of me and then all of a sudden a few lights flash and it's like the screen is there when it wasn't there a few seconds ago so that is always amazing to me and i think experiencing that for the first time would be awesome i think (laughs) you're gonna laugh at me on this one the monsters inc laugh floor would be (laughs) funny for the first time because i love this attraction anytime i do it but I think going in for the first time again, not knowing what to expect, and that just being this like gigantic room with these interactive jokes and and the most like cliche jokes, which like just hit, <laughs> like like they're like just, dad jokes almost. Yeah, like, yeah, and like the way that they bounce off the crowd, like when everybody's pouring in, it's like do 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 do, and then it goes boom, and it shows like some guy. I don't know, with sunglasses on, and then they just start roasting them. And they're right. Like, Geez, like, it must be pretty sunny in here. Can somebody turn the lights down? This guy's got sunglasses on or something. Like, <laughs> they make fun of him. That right. is so funny to me, and I think that would just be cool to experience again and be like, wow, this is actually – like how are, I remember thinking, like, how do they do that? Where is the camera? I Where are they sitting? It. I know. And so that <laughs> those feelings of like, wow, this is so cool. How do they yeah. do this? you know, would be cool to experience again. And then lastly, you kind of roasted me for it already, but it was watching Celebrate the Magic or Happily Ever After again. 
because so I that was the first time I think Celebrate the Magic was the first time I ever saw a projection on the castle. Yes. And where it was actually showing like a, an actual scene and moving like the bricks would almost come out and like switch and dance. Mm-hmm. That was so cool to me every time I saw it, but especially the first time I saw it. And then, of course, Happily Ever After kind of piggybacking on that and adding a firework effect, but still having a great soundtrack and a great visual. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That show, Celebrate the Magic, when it first dude, happened. Celebrate the Magic soundtrack just sometimes it hits. <laughs> like, Do you listen to it recreationally? Sometimes. Like, I'm not saying that in a judgy way. I'm curious. It, well, you asked it in the judgy way, but <laughs> no, I'm I just kidding. Um, yeah, so like, I'm not like weirdo, and I'll probably go to jail for this after I explain it here publicly on a podcast, but like, I take a YouTube video and I download it as an MP3. Like, what? You know, all right, <laughs> lock them up. Did you guys get that? Um, <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, also I'll like, I did that like a bunch of years ago. And then occasionally if I'm ever just like scrolling through like my songs, I'll see it. Mm. And it doesn't have like an album cover because it's like pirated. So it's just, <laughs> right. It's chill. So it's just like gray. <laughs> and then I'll be like, Oh, that caught my attention. And then I'll listen to it. And yeah, it just like brings like a lot of like, yeah. yeah. So before I give away like my darkest secrets i'll leave it there that <laughs> yes i do listen to some of the uh, fireworks shows that's awesome i'm gonna have to go through and maybe listen to some at work tomorrow dude celebrate the magic it started like a little chime like, <laughs> you're getting giddy and then it's like yo because at one point it's still in like a scene does it give you chills yeah it does um it's like in a scene and then in the background you hear just like sell and then they slowly build up Celebrate, and then it hits. It's like, Celebrate, a world filled with magic. Oh, my God. So I love I'm it. Watch it. I'm going to watch it after this. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's so awesome. I'm going to post it. So, yes, well, I do. I think that's a great, uh, great note to end on. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving everyone also, with some homework to go watch Celebrate the Magic on YouTube. Yeah, as their ears bleed after we try to also sing right now. And everyone um, comment, a dose of magic podcast told me to come listen to this. <laughs> a dose of magic podcast illegally downloads YouTube videos. <laughs> like, okay. His name's Brett. <laughs> okay. He's from Philadelphia area. Okay. Again, <laughs> super specific. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but yeah, so I think you're right. I think it's probably a great place to stop. Um, thank you for those who sent in questions tonight. We will yes. be sure to do this again. Um, also, don't wait to send in questions. If you have any questions you want us to answer, just feel free to like DM us like personally. Absolutely. Um, on a dose of magic podcast on Instagram. Uh, we love hearing from y'all. Be sure to give us a follow if you're a first time listener. Welcome and thank you. Um, other than that, we will catch you next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>